Alpha Omega London, maker of shoes, creators of waves in the fashion industry, introduces Fashion Vanguard's podcast. We aim to open minds, share knowledge, listen to opinions, and start conversations. Our podcast series unravels fashion's many guises and tackles head-on the current issues that matter, getting honest views from the mouths that matter. In this series, we'll be exploring how blockchain can impact the world of fashion by aiding transparency and supply chain, amongst other things. Let's talk about the feasibility of blockchains in fashion on a ground level. How can it be implemented? Say if I wanted to start a new fashion brand and use blockchain, how would I do it? Would that even be possible? And what if, say, I were the head of Interdex, which owns a lot of brands like Zara, Bershka? and many others, what then? And what's the cost involved in implementing blockchain? What's the role of the government and other large organizations in it? In an effort to better understand and make others aware of tech innovations in fashion, we have some panelists with us today. They are... Nazina, Gurdeep. Daniel. Raid. And myself, Ashwini. So firstly, how can blockchains be implemented by a fashion brand or startup? Um, so... The way I think it'd be possible if you had a fashion brand that was uh, more than willing to try and implement that sort of technology, because I think it first starts with how willing you are to accept the technological age yeah, in yeah. some in some sort of capacity. Um, I think there's the old school people that are very happy to do fashion with, you know, a sewing kit and um you know a sewing machine or whatever mm -hmm. um and they, they they just don't want to embrace technology there will always be those people so if the brand it, let's assume the brand is technologically aware technologically advanced i think the way that you would go about doing it as a startup is um you would make if you were looking for investment specific, specifically you could go to an investor and you could say look this is the benefit for you mm. By adding value to the investment, mm -hmm. um, by saying because there was an article I don't know if you saw um, by uh, the, the there was an article in the Financial Times that said that the UN now say that ESG, which is environmental social governance, mm. investments are the best that the those sorts of investments are the ones that are doing the best on stock exchange oh that's interesting so, so they actually yes create more yes returns yes. and they're more profitable yes. and they're okay. more and that's they're more considered to be more um well yes they are more ethical as well as they're more sustainable so is there a reason why yes because it's to do with social awareness as well as understanding pe people are now wanting the millennial age coming back to the millennial age are now wanting to now know where their investment's going mm. and what impact it's having on the person or on the ent entity that so we're in. now basically able to value or quantify the value of being socially yes. responsible yes that's so interesting so so given that you could go to a investor and you could say oh i read this financial times article and the un says this that and the other about esg investment what are you doing towards and this can be the leverage to be able to do that okay um because essentially fashion is such a big diverse industry mm. and there are people like gurdeep ashwini and even yourself who are are changing the status quo mm. about the way fashion is perceived right but for investors they want to know the money they want to know the return now this return is actually not fiscal it's reputational 
Right. And reputational risk, as you will know in law, is ridiculously high. Like mm. the, the you know, to if you have reputational risk, mm. you actually are, you know, against the odds not going to succeed as a company long term. Mm. You know, your 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 tenure is probably gonna be maximum five, ten, maybe fifteen years. Mm. If you become more ethically and socially responsible as as a company, as an investment company, you are more likely to succeed. Now, mm. that's the statistics that say that. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, that is that's that's kind of that's kind of where you could do it. That's mm. how a fashion brand could go to an investor and just be really good marketeers. Mm. You know, we've talked about it in, mm-hmm. in our intermission. If you're a good marketeer, you're charismatic. You understand how people work and how society works and how you can mm. use that to your advantage mm. you have all the leverage in the world because mm. not many people do understand that mm. i think um, i was i was looking at this question more from a practical perspective actually and i thought the great starting point would just be establishing your business need um and identifying whether actually you know is it transparency and traceability that you're after when you're looking at blockchains or is it proving where you know, obviously the, the, the product showing your product to, you know, your end users, you know, its origins, you know, exactly where the raw materials come from, maybe promoting, you know, the source of the, the, the raw materials, maybe the farmer, etc. Um, and, you know, where it's grown. So it's really looking at, you know, those sort of basis of determining what sort of angle or area of, of, of um, blockchains you want for that process to, to sure. sort of support. Um, so really just trying to get a full understanding of of how it's going to fit in with your 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 business model, sure. I guess. Um, they kind of go before what you've just mentioned, which is, you know, the sort of funding stage and being able to, you know, obviously apply for, you know, funding mm-hmm. from investors. I think before then you kind of need to establish, okay, what is it we want to I guess market as a brand. What is it that we want to focus on um, in terms of the products that we're 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 making? And I think also it's just deciding on the level of trust that you want to implore as well. How trustworthy do you want to be? I think those are really really key. Um, and then I guess pick an appropriate blockchain platform. So whether you're looking at the Ethereum or the Ripple, or yeah. you know, because there, there are quite. A few many and Ethereum uses um, Ether as its currency, but you can also build your own sort of um, blockchain solution if you like. Yeah, on the Ethereum blockchain, um, and a lot of people do do that. You can create your own one as well, like you hear about ICOs, initial coin offerings. All they're doing is creating new um, blockchains um, for various purposes. Yeah. yeah. So, so you, you know, in terms of how um, implementable this sort of stuff is. It's pretty implementable, yeah. And um, and you, you're quite right. It, you you got to base what you want on your needs, yeah. Um, which maybe transparency yeah, or, yeah, or yeah. whatever it is that you you want. That's that's really it. And um, and in terms of sort of how much it would cost, um, then it's really because the software there's nothing proprietary you have to mm. worry about really. Um, you're talking about cost of labor for hiring a blockchain developer, yeah. which if you're a large company is, um, you know, a drop, in the, a drop in the ocean. So, um, yeah, it's 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 easier than people think. Um, it's, it's just really a matter of establishing your needs. And also, hopefully, you're smart enough to know what your blockchain constitution, if you like, mm. needs to look like, you know, mm. what, how, how long it's going to take for you to verify the various... Uh, records and um, uh, who, who's got the who's who can govern it 
um, uh, these sort of questions, you've got to make sure you can ask them. And also but how you easy them, it good. is, also how easy it is for like farmers or your supply chain yeah, members to use it as well. I mean, again, that's just, that's a software development thing. Mm -hmm. uh, that's probably outside of the blockchain that's creating a really nice user interface. Right. And this is, this is like this, you know, if you, if you, if you hire a software developer, mm. this is what you expect him or her to be able to do. Um, so this is sort of, it's just. It's it's asking how can you build blockchain is the same question really as how can you build a, a piece of software or, or, mm -hmm. or an app or a website or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, a little bit more advanced than your average website or your mm -hmm. average app. But if you've got some of the right expertise, it's the same old thing. So it's not going to cost like 10 quid, put it that way. It it's, won't, it won't cost 10 Well, you know, if you don't know how, if you're not a software developer yourself, then you've got to pay somebody. Right. So yeah, and unless, unless you know, kind of linking back into the supply chain thing, you're sort of hiring someone under a sort of a slavery sort of contract. <laughs> you're not really going to be able to <laughs> but like having <laughs> them 10 quid. Having said that, the, the, the cost of net right now tracking a supply chain is, is much extortionate. Yeah. You know, yeah. you can't track a supply chain mm -hmm. without... Like, for example, um, companies that I've spoken to in the past, they said that they'll need their entire entire turnover. Mm. You know, mm. trillion pound companies need their entire turnover mm. to be even to look past tier 10. It's a really 10. good excuse. That's it's a good excuse. But, it's, you know, <laughs> but like, for example, their sustainability departments are a tenth of their let's say, of mm. their turnover, right? Mm -hmm. Which is a massive part considering yeah. like sustainability shouldn't really be on the radar of corporate responsibility, mm. shouldn't, right? Mm. Um, but but it is, and, and, and even if they had all of the turnover, all of the profit, they still wouldn't be able, and it's because it's so extensive. Mm. Like, and I'm talking about tier 10, right? Tier 10 mm. is, um, you know, maybe like, quarter of yeah it's like not even you know you can't you can't even get your head around how complex supply chains are so to to do blockchain would be make the it would make the technology actually more worthwhile like it would make the cause worthwhile you yeah. know yeah it makes sustainability worthwhile mm. in a financial economic sense you know mm. I, my, my question really though is so you're saying it costs their entire turnover what exactly where would most of those costs go? Is it, is it a technological issue or is it more an enforcement issue? It's an enforcement issue. So then the, my real question is, uh, with blockchain, to what extent do you get rid of those enforcement costs? Because that farmer might yep. live under yeah. duress yeah. or whatever. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. that, that those issues are still present. So. Yeah. Well, I think it creates this understanding. I think it creates a lot of what we're talking about is to do with the psychological effects of what technology and innovation does. Okay. So like essentially what we're talking about is how technology, especially in the social media age, changes the way we think about things, hmm. right? Blockchain is perceived to cryptocurrencies or whatever, perceived to be quick cash fast, <laughs> right? But yeah. essentially what they are is people making money off of other people's misfortunes mm. some some of the time, mm. right? So when you transfer that to knowing about blockchain and how it can be used, I think it's how much you think you can get out of it is like also if you say like, it's also that like kind of the, the um, blackmailing sort of thing where if you say, look, I can see everything you're doing through the system, then that kind of plays on the mind of, people who would potentially pay people off and you mm. know and it creates you can then create enforcement barriers after that i think it's just another another layer of psychology that you're adding cool. to it 
That, that's what I think anyway. And you, and you, and you mm -hmm. think that delivering this sort of thing over the blockchain has that real psychological benefit? I think so. Because especially if you market it in the way that you explained to us earlier in other episodes about how what how blockchain works, sure. you know, if you market it in that sort of way or in, in a more complicated way, that it, it probably actually you'd want to do it in a more complicated way so, to throw words out that people have no idea what you're talking about mm. jargon all of the stuff that makes it sound like horrendous when mm. it really really isn't you know mm -hmm. and that's probably one of blockchain's problems right now with getting it into you know mass media is that there's quite a lot of jargon around like mm. you know ico blockchain cryptocurrency if you don't know the words you're mm. just blocked out of the system immediately, immediately. you know mm -hmm. you can go on wikipedia and mm. whatever and look up the the um, definition mm. but like you're not going to get a deeper understanding of the whole mm -hmm. topic yeah. mm -hmm. but i think it can be reversed and used to quote unquote yeah, blackmail artist. people to you know get involved just a quick reminder you're listening to the fashion vanguard's eo london podcast please subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on give us a review and carry on the protest Enjoy the rest of the podcast. So what about incorporating blockchains into an existing process or, or system that a, a, a larger company has? Because it seems as though the real barriers to adopting a fully compliant blockchain system is, is mainly down to size. So if yep. an organization is too big, as you were mentioning, you know, a trillion dollar making company can't even incorporate a blockchain system because of the cost, then maybe if if, if there is a, an option to, to adopt it or adapt it to their existing um, systems is I, I presume that that's 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 doable yes. or so they so they don't know if they can they have the money to implement a blockchain technology mm. they know that they don't have the money to implement a standard server-based technology mm. where they it's a centralized system yes companies think that they can do blockchain technology and we wouldn't be sitting here having this conversation it wouldn't be hype if people didn't think that they could do that mm. right but what the problem is is that where it can be implemented that is that is the question if you could it's almost like that's the million pound question if you can work out where it could be implemented so where i think it could be implemented would be different to everyone else but right. where i think it can be implemented is not just in tracking supply chain right but you can also then track within supply chain you can check track people who aren't involved in the supply chain but have influence on it right so actors like investors right where they make their investments from and and you can you can you can make something ethical and you can make something sustainable by not actually like using blockchain in the way that they think you can use blockchain right, right. so if you look at ethical investment right where do they invest money if you if you have an investor that has um, stocks and shares in gold or in yeah, copper yeah. or in some minerals in, right yeah, that's known in, to be unethical and right? diamond and yeah. diamond mm -hmm. all of those sorts mm -hmm. of minerals mm -hmm. and um you know commodities if mm. you have then you can use blockchain in order to like figure out how much of like the investment is being done unethically and unsustainably and you can use that in your supply chain right. to figure out like so it's kind of like a reverse effect mm. i think you can use blockchain in like nuanced ways right. instead of using it like because i think yeah supply chain's fine yeah. but like Rohit said you 
get someone who doesn't know how to, who's not educated on how to input the data. Mm. That you know, hum- under duress, you know, or yeah, data. yeah, or human error. You know, let's give them the benefit of the doubt if mm. they're in you know, um, mm. quote unquote developed countries, mm. right? You know, the human error, not educated, in in more you know, uh, sketchy countries mm. under duress. You know, mm. so it's, I think. I, I, it's so difficult to say where pinpoint where it can be used mm. that like people just can only speculate and hope something sticks. Mm. You know, if I if I f- throw paint at a wall, right, I know it's going to stick. Right, it's like throwing some un unnamed and unspecified substance at a wall, not knowing if it's going to stick. Well, you're depicting the 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 sort of the process of innovation. You yeah. know, it's it's, it's experimentation. Yeah. You know that that's essential to any innovation. But I think that the 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 two that I've already talked about, grievance calls and supply chain, are going to be the ones that kickstart other ones. Yeah. So so, although I've already mentioned them, I think those are the two that are going to make headway. Mm. Uh, supply chain is a big one. Companies are very much interested in seeing that they can look at their whole supply chain on an iPad. Mm. Right. And they don't have to spend money going abroad. Mm. They don't have to spend money doing this. They don't have to spend money doing that. They'll save a whole bunch of money just by putting it on blockchain. You know. So when you when you explain it as as, as using it as a nuance almost, mm-hmm. um, rather than just the simple application of you know supply chain, how much time do you think that will take a lot. for it to really? Yeah, a Because I was just and I don't think to... it will stick. No, that's why I said that. Like kind of almost backtracked on what I said because like I don't think I I don't think right now because I'm not I know about kind of how blockchain works become more educated through Rahid and mm. like everything mm. but like I I don't know how it would stick because I'm not in the technology in the business of knowing that right my business is speculating and commentating on what could happen mm. without having actual and in, any industry knowledge about where the industry is going you know right, right. where blockchain's going and, you know he works for works as in the university as part of a blockchain institute research yeah, institute yeah, right yeah, yeah. so he'll probably know much better than me mm-hmm. about where the industry is going right well i mean I, it's, it's really a case of um when you don't know how to do something you outsource it so companies <laughs> like this will just <laughs> outsource on, yeah. to mm-hmm. companies so for example uh, my little I, I personally am really interested in title registration mm. chrome away working with the swedish land registry swedish land registry has no idea how to go about implementing blockchain in the context yeah. of tran- la- title registration but chrome away does yeah um and so because of that maybe one day in the future there will be a solution um and it will be developed by that third party by chrome away here as well, I I don't know specific examples. You'll know better, um, but uh, you know there will be third parties who work with big fashion brands, and that's that's the only way it will be implemented. It, it, provenance, it re- provenance, and, yeah. and Martin mm. Jalgard mm. is a great example. Provenance exactly. is a blockchain company. Mm. Martin Jalgard is a set fashion. Mm. Exactly, exactly. And also, and also, um, I mean, if you if you're running a business and you decide to incorporate a business activity in house then you're taking a risk because you're hiring people, you're opening up a new part of your office. You, it's it's expensive doing stuff by yourself, especially when you have no idea what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So for companies, it makes a lot of sense, especially in this early stage, to outsource um, these efforts. I've no doubt that if, this, if, if those companies that outsource these efforts produce something that's really successful, um, that, you, that these large brands won't buy them. You know, it'll it'll just happen. It happens in Silicon Valley. A company does something on top of the big company's 
activity mm. and they just buy them out because they do a good job mm. and they um, call it r&d they call it r&d there you go <laughs> yeah. there you go there you go um so so i think yeah I, I as you say it's already happening with provenance you're saying so it yeah that's, yeah, that's and as if you said, there's also companies right now that are specializing in blockchain in fashion. That's mm -hmm. very specific, yeah. which that is makes so that niche, even better. You know? mm -hmm. so. I've, I've no doubt that the CEOs of those startups that are getting involved in blockchain in the fashion context have a few years down the line got their eye on uh, being acquired by a large fashion brand. Mm -hmm. Because that is probably the ultimate payoff. Because mm -hmm. um, chances are they probably won't get to an IPO level. Maybe I'm being cynical, but I don't think they would. Mm. They just want to be bought out, especially if, say, the fashion brand wants to get a competitive edge. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I don't know, I don't know, ASOS or whatever yeah. says, oh, we re we're the ethical brand. We mm. have the blockchain solution. Mm. Buy them out, get the rights, get the IP, the intellectual property. Boom, that'll look really good. Mm. So um, I think that's that's probably where we'll be headed. So coming on to the, the final, well, the next question, which is, will the industry require government funding or, or intervention or support in some way to, to help businesses get in, you know, get into the, the whole sort of blockchain system? I mean, integrated really with their business. Do, is that a good idea? Do, do you think the industry needs that? Do, do we actually need? I honestly feel like there should be some sort of organization created for the fashion industry to help startups and businesses in implementing blockchain. Because I think if there's something separate that primarily focuses on blockchain and fashion industry and tries to link sustainability, they can put in more focus into that and more efforts into delivering that for the brands. Should it be government backed? Should that be a sort of mm, government some sort of body or it's a very political do, do, question. Yeah. yeah, or do you think it should be <laughs> private? Should it be a privately, you know, sort of created or funded? I mean it's business? probably That's better for it to be government than for it to be private, but it depends. It stops monopoly though. Yeah. Exactly. By yeah, having, by having government involved, it exactly it, it does stop but the, at the same threat time, of it, monopoly. Yeah, it depends on what what country you're looking at the, as well. Yeah. The only thing I wonder is, uh, I sort of defer to the fashion people here. Um, is, I mean, there is no government fashion brand, um, mm -hmm. and and so the, the great yeah right. <laughs> and I don't think it'd be particularly <laughs> be a bit, good either. Police uniform. I would be a bit yeah. I guess yes, police do. <laughs> like tweed and yeah. <laughs> And the I, House of Lords. But that's the thing. It's, it's, it's a wonderful thing. The, be the, the beauty of the fashion industry is there are so many designers out there producing mm -hmm. so many wonderful designs. Mm -hmm. It's and, um, and they're independent and they mm -hmm. do stuff differently. So I sort of wonder if um, if when you... And I'm going to sound like... This is going to sound like a political viewpoint, but maybe I'm just putting it out there. But if you let people... Uh, if you live and let live to an extent in this regard, I'm not saying don't regulate, but if you let people implement as they wish... And maybe in terms of funding, yes, create grants or loans through the government mm -hmm. uh, to a limited extent. Then I don't see the, a big issue. I don't know what. I don't think it's necessarily the business of government, aside from regulation, to get involved yeah. with mm, this yeah. sort of thing. It's true. They can yeah. take some part in it, but I feel like someone that who has the resources to mm. set up like an organization like mm. that, mm. that they can. There's 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 um, been funding not for blockchain. Uh, but for machine learning and AI, mm. there's been recently been announced by the British government. They're dedicated over the next five years or by 2020 or something like that to release a certain figure in the millions. I think the tens mm. of millions. Mm. Uh, they also recently did that for the hundreds of millions for energy innovation. Right. So and that has been tendered out to companies uh, specifically yeah. 
you know, that are using that sort of technology. Like, for example, in the energy industry, um, you've got uh, batteries, you know, like Elon, we spoke about Elon Musk, um, the battery industry, you know, finding out how, how to make the most amount of energy out of a small cell, mm -hmm. you know. Um, bringing that back to the fashion industry, if someone had a brilliant idea, right, in the fashion industry, or if someone had a brilliant idea of how to use blockchain and sustainability, there would be... The reason why these grants happen mm. is because there's demand from people. And because governments are run off people, like machine learning and AI grant would not have come up five years ago. No. You know? no. It's here today because there's a impotence from gov from from bodies that have yeah. leverage over the market. Yeah. And the government care about the market. Absolutely. Uh, you know, to, to some extent, the government care about the people, but you know, like you know, sort I think we're we're all we're all past the, the fact that like we're important <laughs> to the government, right? They care about the market and how mm. they're perceived on the market, mm. and if they can influence the market using blockchain, sustainability, fashion, then they'll make a fund for that. So mm. just it's just kind of like, when is it going to happen? Not if. Yeah. Don't you don't you sorry very very quickly Ray don't you don't you think that's just following off of the back of what China have done as well because China Chinese government recently were I don't know if they announced themselves but it was reported that they'd spent a hell of a lot of money investing in similar areas you know innovation tech AI I think there's a real push for a lot of governments around the political landscape to try and maybe use these yeah. as very compelling cases towards making them as a country more competitive and more powerful. Yeah. I would argue though that it wasn't China it wasn't a reaction to China. Right. The British government it was a reaction to the US. Oh right. Because the US and Silicon Valley were becoming so powerful Got that it. innovation in machine learning and AI for British based companies mm. was the reason in response to the advancement of American you might be mm. able you might be able to tell me otherwise, but I think that was probably you know, I don't think it was ever reported. It was speculation. And I think China came after. Right. So, mm -hmm. but China have more leverage and more money, you know, in terms of real GDP, mm. you know, China have more money than the UK. But, you know, where they're actually putting that and if Chinese, because, you know, we also have to remember that Chinese political system is, you know, a capitalistic communist country, which is mm. like, state you know, yeah, state mm -hmm. capitalism. So it's, it's, um... It's 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 like apples and oranges, you know. It's not, you know, it's not. There's no, there's no, there's no right answer. But what the, the quick thing I want to do is just draw a distinction between the grants you were talking about, Daniel, and the grants, um, like, uh, other types of grants. So the grants you're talking about to me sound like research grants. So the government said, or or research, or putting out contracts for research activities, tendering out research activities to companies, as opposed to, say, going on startuploans.co.uk or mm. whatever mm. and getting a business grant or getting some some sort of loan. I think research grants are quite obviously a good idea for the government, for, some for the government to get involved with. Mm -hmm. Silicon Valley, I mean, China is copying, copying America because Silicon Valley was basically started by... Uh, it, it, engineers who mm. had had some sort of relationship with the US military who developed really, really cool yep. stuff. Yep. They, there was lots of grants coming from the US military that went to the likes of MIT, the likes of Caltech. Mm. Um, there still is, there still is. Um, so so government getting involved in, uh, in promoting research is integral, mm -hmm. is so, so, so important. Mm -hmm. I think we do a decent job of it in this country. Obviously the US and China have a speak. Um, but when it comes to business grants, that's different. I mean, if it's integrating into their business models, what it sounds like to me, it's a bit like um, things like uh, farming policies, like, well, we've got to create so much grain 
Um, and so we'll give you these subsidies just to make sure you create the grain. And then there's all sorts of corruption because maybe it's not desired as much. Same here. There's no there's no case for the government to go out and say, incorporate blockchain into your business if the business hasn't already said, oh, we're going to do it. There's, mm. the, the, it's, it's not the place of the government to go ahead and say, do it uh, and we'll give you money. Um, and so they just do it to tick the box and get some money. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's no, that, that's not, yeah. yeah. So it's it's got to be it's got to be a research grant. And when it comes to research grants, you know, the more the merrier. But that can mm -hmm. be that can be integrated into the business. Model. Absolutely. But Absolutely. like from the but standpoint it's, it's, you're talking yeah. about, I think yeah, like, yeah, it's important. They, they the do transform. Yeah. They do try. I mean, the the you know uh, the the number of extremely intelligent engineers who. Um, started off just doing research and then transformed it into a business is, is huge. And that's the that's the paradox of requiring government intervention mm -hmm. because yeah. blockchain or whatever we're talking about is supposed to be a decentralized there system. There we go. And that's mm -hmm. the reason, yeah. I'm guessing that's the reason where the question came up because, you know, saying that, yes, I need government money to do a decentralized system right. where you have no control over market forces mm -hmm. is like saying, you know, here's the greatest paradox of all time. Yep. Give me the give me the fuel to continue this you know and it's yeah. it you know but i think if you can leverage the government like almost leverage the government through research grants yeah you can almost get that money that you need without asking for the money that yeah. you need you yeah. know yeah. so i think that like like i said i think it's just going to be a matter of when rather than if because i'm i'm sure people who started machine learning 5 years ago never would have thought that they would be able to apply for tenders on a on a research grant basis To summarize, blockchain can be implemented by fashion brands by following several steps. The first being to identify their business need. Costs could be offset through government funding or support for research purposes. Working with a third party, for instance, one that focuses on developing blockchain specifically for fashion can make it considerably more feasible.